The following episode of the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio, includes advertising provided by our network, GCN. If you'd like to subscribe to an ad-free version of the program, plus the exclusive After the Paracast podcast, please visit www.theparacast.plus. That's P-L-U-S. Once again, that's www.theparacast.plus. The gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So we're happy to have back one of our more interesting guests, Keith Linder. Now, Keith, as we mentioned previously, is a guy who works as an IT professional. But then suddenly he started getting involved with weird stuff in haunted houses and such. So it's like the technology guy gets involved in the paranormal. And sometimes you wonder if that's a contradiction. Never think of that possibly, Keith. It's a contradiction. You're a technology guy, that's your business, and then you have all this other stuff going on. Yeah, thanks for having me, uh, Gene and Tim. It feels good to be back. I know it's been about a year or so since I was um, here. But yeah, this is a uh, one way to describe this case is technology meets the paranormal, uh, Portuguese activity specifically. And you're right, I've been in the IT space 35, uh, 37 years. Been in the IT space uh, 35 years, 37 years. And, um, you know, I guess me and Tina both were sort of baptized into the paranormal, if you will. Um, Begin having activity on day one. And and that's very interesting. Once we uh, moved into a house that we never lived in before, uh, May 1st, 2012, um, experiencing the kid cough uh, in the middle of our talking. We're here with a kid cough from one of the room upstairs. Um, but since we're new to the paranormal, like I said, like most people, you just shrugged it off as we did. Um, fast forward two more weeks later, two weeks after that, um, begin experiencing missing objects, mainly uh, items that I own, items that Tina owned. Uh, my extra set of car keys went gone on day one. Uh, Tina started coming to me about uh, missing jewelry, uh, missing, you know, earring, bracelet, uh, necklace, whatever. Um, but you can't really put anything to that either because we just moved into a home and things get lost during the moving process. So um, we shrugged that off uh, and then fast forward to, you know, two more weeks. So now we're a month in, now we're six weeks in. And then, you know, you wake up in the morning on an average weekday as a routine to go to work, go downstairs. This is a two-story home. And you find all your kitchen cabinet doors open. All the doors are open in an aligned or neat-like fashion, um, including the cupboards. And uh, nothing's missing. Nothing's rearranged yet. Um, But it's just weird. And then, um, you know... The rest is history as far as the activity intensifying and increasing. Um, but once again, we did not know or suspected those even then. Um, 
the moment of truth, as I call it, or like to explain it to people who came today, uh, me and Tim were watching a movie together in our living room. Uh, this is about June and July of 2012. And um, there's this four foot tall plant next to the entertainment set about the television. And um, we're sitting shoulder to shoulder on the couch. And all of a sudden, this plant darts up in the air. It doesn't rise up slowly, uh, it darts up in the air. You know, a few inches off the ground, clearly airborne, and does a 360-degree spin, and I mean spin, um, and then turns over in our direction and falls over. It falls in a few, few feet from us. It's now in our little room on the floor. Uh, we saw it at the same time together because we're facing the TV. There's no way you can miss it. And then we looked at each other with a look of shock and awe in our face because wow, did that just happen? That's what one of us asked each other. Did that just happen? And upon inspection, we thought then, and this is a, I think this is a reasonable assumption that we were being pranked, that somehow we had gotten a house that somehow, you know, volunteered or not volunteered to be on some reality show, Big Brother or whatever, and we were being pranked. And this is the moment of truth where the confetti and the balloons come out and people come out of the closet and say, ha, ha, ha. But no, that did not happen. There's no string, there's no remote control device, there's no electronic device that indicate that that plant levitated or rose up um, electronically. Um, and so that went, that at that moment then, um, Gina Tim is when we said, I think we have a ghost problem, paraphrase it. It's almost like listening to the song, I Think We're Alone Now, changing the lyrics to, I Think We're Not Alone Now. <laughs> On top of that, then you add in the song, uh, Somebody's Watching Me, because it's going to be a, we're going to get into that phase too. <laughs> yeah. Now, at the first part of it there, where things start disappearing, I would begin to think if somebody is entering my home and robbing stuff. Yeah, and that's, and I'm glad you brought that up because the IT in me, once we woke up in the morning and found, all our kitchen cabinet doors open. And keep in mind, we're also finding items that neither one of us own uh, on the hallway and staircase, kid toys. And once again, we don't have kids. And these toys are out in the open. They're not in hidden places. They're not behind appliances, fridge, or washing machine, or oven, you know, that you might find something like that if you move into a new home. No, these are out in the open. They're displayed on the kitchen counter, coffee table. And so we thought people were coming in the home while we were asleep, which is weird. Weird and dangerous, uh, uneasy. So I had a security system installed. You know, I have a girlfriend who lives with me. I travel on work business. I need to, for peace of mind for, for both of us, especially her, I need to know this house is secure when we go to sleep at night. And so we had a, a security system installed. It was Fort Knox in the home. But that didn't stop the phenomena of finding items that we did not own. And that did not stop nor pause waking up and finding all your kitchen cabinets open. So then you're thinking, you know, well, there's nobody living in the house with us, right? Nobody's coming beneath the floor or or attic or something because that would still set the alarms off. But, um, yeah, we, we deduced it down to we got a, a friendly ghost, not a malevolent one yet. Um, that's what the Internet told us, that we, had, we, got a, we got a friendly ghost on our hands, been in the kid cough. We went back to the kid cough. Uh, remembering that and you know the steps we took then this is July August of how do you remove that how do you quiet that down and 
you know, we, we brought in churches into bless the home, um, and that would work for a day or two. But um, things are going to ramp up very quickly. Interesting here, people coming to bless the house. Now, as this was happening, was there a period where nothing happened? Did it happen every single day or what? Well, look, in the four-year, if we go from the four-year time frame, there was a period that nothing happened. That was the year 2012. Uh, Me and lived in the house from 2012-2016. The summer of 2012, I would say on a scale of one to five, a poltergeist activity was a level one and a half. Things, there's a snowball component to most hauntings, ours included, and things started to crescendo um, in the July, August months of 2012. By crescendo, I mean objects are starting to be thrown, pottery are starting to be thrown, um, iron, you know, which iron your clothes being thrown, ironing board uh, being thrown, um, bar stool uh, being thrown, uh, loud bangs. And that, you know, Peter had a footsteps, you know, a door slam, Tina be taking a bath or a shower and the door was slammed and all the lights would go off. We're having a series of electrical issues of lights going off and on, leave a room with the light on, come back with it off. We're having a series of issues of door rings, but nobody's at the door. A series of issues of phantom calls where you get a phone rings on your landline, you go to pick it up. There's no one there. It's just a lot of screeching noises. Uh, cable issues or the TV channels were changing by themselves, so that's the that's the whole deal going on in summer 2012. Um, I saw my first apparition uh, that same summer of the, what I refer to as the gray lady, who uh, I saw upstairs while I was in my office, where she turned off the light in my office. Me thinking it's Tina, I turned toward the doorway. It's not Tina, but there's a lady in my doorway. She's 100% gray, though. She's not see-through. She's not translucent. Um, but she's sort of a matte-colored gray, and she darts off down the hallway. Let's break it right now. More with Keith, Tim, and Gene. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. 
And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com Jose works on a farm. Safety is important. His boss calls 811 to determine where it's okay to dig. This protects Jose from hitting an underground line and from serious injury. Because Jose can't tell exactly where or how deep the lines are, he doesn't dig until 811 tells him it's safe. The most important thing is that Jose works safe and goes home to his family. For more information, visit farmsafe811.org. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So we have here Keith Linder, IT professional for over three decades, encountering weird stuff at his home. And he's talking about an apparition that we had to end because the apparition told us to stop talking for a couple of minutes. But seriously speaking, you see this apparition on the move. Where is it going? Uh, down the hallway. So it, it, I'm not necessarily know what I'm seeing. I give chase, and my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I don't know what this is, Tina or whatever, but I'm running on instinct more than anything else. And I give chase, and... It turns the corner relatively quick. It's on a long hallway. The second I turn the corner, it's gone. You know, just like in a movie, it's gone. Poof, it's gone. I continue in my path, and I'm now trying to make a quick ride to the master bedroom. 
because that's where I remember. That's where, where I remember where Tina was. Tina was taking a, a bubble bath, so I go into the bathroom and not to investigate Tina because I know Tina. It wasn't Tina. I go to inform Tina and educate her on. And I say to her, "I saw it," and she looks at me like, "You saw what?" I'm like, "No, I saw it. I finally saw it." Keep in mind, we've now had three and a half months where we've had so much phenomena going on, so much. But we never had a physical, if you can call it that, uh, face to put to it. You know, it's always been bangs, missing objects, doorbell rings, kitchen cabinet doors open, but no, no face. But now we got a face. Now we got a mascot. Okay, and it was a gray lady, and I remember to this day she was about five four, five foot six, very frail looking, uh, not old, but in her forties, late forties. I picked her around forty five to fifty two years old. Angel hair thinned down to her shoulders, um, but very, very troublesome looking, very worried, very distraught. But she had a conniving aspect to her face as well. I don't want people to forget. And I told Tia, I said, I saw, I saw her. And I said, it's a, and I just coined her the great lady because she was a female and she was great. Uh, now, let me ask you a question here in terms of gray. Was it like the depiction of gray aliens? among some UFO sightings where we're talking about something with gray skin. What do you mean by gray lady? No, she had, she had clothing. She had, she had, a, it, it was, it was, it was a dress. So I, I, I got that much from looking at her, but it wasn't something in the, in the olden times. It, it was a modern, you know, give or take a five years or two. It was something in, in the modern day for his clothing department. But the color gray, I, 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 I wrote this in my book. It was, she was the color of the, a gray egg milk cart or egg cart, you know, the ones in the store. They deliver 12 dozen eggs to your doorstep. That color, you know, the soundproof carts people put on their walls. She was that color gray. That's why I call it matte color gray. She had texture. She had uh, definition, very curvaceous. And you can see from an outline, you know, her hair, her nose, eyebrow, things of that nature. A few wrinkles in her face. All the way down to her feet. Oh, you know, she had shoes on. You know, even with the dress, she had shoes on. Um, but yeah, she, she she was very frail, though. Very, very, very frail. Okay, so it was an emaciated gray lady. Yeah, yeah. Did she act like that she had noticed you? Was you know, Did she have eye contact with you, or did she just turn the lights out and run? Yeah, we, 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 we made uh, eye contact, but not for long, because as soon as I turned toward the direction of the doorway... And locked eyes with her. She turned sideways, and before she tried to dart down the hallway, she did try to escape in the room next to mine, which is there's two rooms next to my office. One is the laundry room, and that's the room she tried to dart in. That's the reason why I say dart in is because she's trying to go through the door. Now she's not trying to open the door; she's trying to go through it, and she can't. She's having, and I'm looking at her like in a nanosecond. She's having a hard time demanifesting through this door and finally she gives up and she and, and, and i never forget the look on her face when she tried to go through the door it looked like she was equally as shocked as i was that she couldn't go through the door she's like oh, i can't go through this door and then the only thing left for her to do was turn her back to me and walk in a fast pace and dart down the hallway she didn't run down the hall she just darted you know but she did turn her back to me after failing to go through the door next to me. And that always, no pun intended, haunted me in the sense of, why could she disappear in that door? Or 
why does she turn the lights off in my office in the first place without having a good exit strategy? You know what I mean? You know, it, it just it was just weird. You know, why wait to me to turn around? You could have easily turned the lights off and be gone by the time I turn around. I, or I think you could. Or, because we already had this already, of the lights going off and on by themselves. You know, you didn't have to be by the light switch to turn it off. But she did, and I heard the click. So there was a physical manifestation noise of the click. I heard the light click, you know, when you turn the light switch off and on. And that's what made me turn toward the direction of the, of the sound. So... I'm 50-50 on, did she turn the lights off physically, made it hit the switch because she wanted me to see her? Or she hit the switch and then did not know that while I'm looking at her, she can't disappear, which is a theory of uh, among many out there in the paranormal field uh, that she could not demanifest as long as I was looking at her. Why is it, in your estimation, why is this creature aware of your presence? Oh, I, oh, oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the whole turning off the lights definitely was to get some sort of rise or energy out of me, take things to the next level, because it did uh, in, in many regards. Uh, there's many facets or phases you go through dealing with a haunting like this. Um, seeing an apparition is one of them. It's sort of a, a graduation, if you will. Aha, okay, he's seen the graduation. Now we can go to the next level. Um but it, it was just weird how it all unfolded, and to this day, I'm still like replaying in my head as to why did it happen in that order. It just seems weird. So, did you get the impression here this was part of someone or something's effort to take you in a specific direction or show something to you? No, I didn't. Ever, I never got the feeling I was being led. Like, follow me. You know, I know. I, I thought this was just a sense of trickery a sense of getting us to talk about her and all the other events that have unfolded in the house because we did that night before going to bed we spent a great deal of time talking about the great lady uh, I know I did talking to Tina um, talking to the churches you know I'm informing the churches who have been working with us hey I'm seeing things now should we run should we stay what does that mean I'm getting feedback from different friends and family as to what to do next now that now I'm seeing my gray lady once again doesn't look or feel benevolent but you know you're not you're not alone in your home so how can you how safe can you be when you got something like that unpredictable happening and you don't know what's going to happen what is what does this mean I guess for me Atina was what does this mean and what happens next? Where is this going? Is what we would always ask the churches and the paranormal and people. Okay, where is this going? And people will give us mixed answers. You know, when you say gray lady, I think of the phrase they use in connection with the New York Times, the old gray lady. Of course, it has nothing to do with spirits or apparitions. But we do have Keith Linder, and he's here to continue to talk about all the weird stuff that's happened to him in recent years and where do we go from there this is gene and tim and keith you're in the paracast thank you for listening to gcn be sure to visit gcnlive.com today Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. 
and I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. News update. New this hour this Saturday, we learned the U.S. military strikes in Syria and Iraq have hit at least 85 targets, and there are reports of at least 40 people killed. President Biden hinting at this attack for almost a week and then ordering it two hours after the bodies of the three American soldiers arrived at Dover Air Force Base in Delaware, their caskets draped in the American flag. In other news, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg being sharply criticized for allowing four illegal aliens who were under arrest to be let go without bail. The four men arrested after assaulting two New York City policemen in Times Square, brutally kicking them in the head, the video going viral. Two of the men giving news reporters and photographers the finger as they left the jail. The men reportedly hopped a bus to California, and there are some news outlets reporting these four may already be back in Mexico. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralized the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Hey, this is... 
This is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Before we get on with the experiences, Keith, before you moved into that house, did you ever, during your lifetime, have anything strange happen to you? No, I've never had anything strange as far as paranormal relation happen. Neither did Tina, because we, we asked each other that, and we've been asked that question numerous times. Uh, I never played with a Ouija board, never, you know, weird games in front of a mirror, never spent the night in a cemetery. No, my life has always just been busy, you know, I guess, you know, getting myself ready for the, the tech field or whatever, but even in adulthood, no, no, no experimentation uh, with the paranormal or even knew anybody in my, in my circle of friends that, that did, uh, same for, uh, for Tina. Now, in your experience with your friends, did they talk to you about this, give you any observations, share experiences with you? Uh, our friends are, when we start talking about the phenomena at the home, uh, they believed us immediately. Half it was a half and half. Half thought it was very interesting. There was a, a, a group that I thought was sort of cool, fascinating uh, because they have similar careers as we do. Um, and this was this was fascinating to them, but they don't want to happen in their home. But it, it's good to watch from afar, <laughs> so they would tell us that keep us updated. Others would try to dive into their memory banks to come up with something similar and, and draw a blank. I guess my friends at work, I mean, the co-workers, when you start brought it out to them, and I did tell co-workers, they would tell of stories of experiences of someone in their family. I live in Washington, so a lot of my co-workers are from Washington, so they would go down the road of, yeah, Washington's weird. Washington has homes and the history and the land and the people, and, you know, you got to be careful what's out there. But everybody came from a corner of being supportive of trying to offer the best troubleshooting we could. It was my friends who, who were somewhat Catholic who got me in touch with their, their Catholic church, with their parish and asked for the, the Catholic church involvement on their behalf because me and Tina are not Catholics. Any favors that the Catholic church would have to do would have to be done through them. And they did. So it, it fam- my immediate family, no, nobody had anything um, for his experience wise, but some friends did um, going down their member banks of family members and history and ancestors and stuff like that. Now, I get the impression talking with you that you never got the impression, speaking of impressions, that any of this had an evil intent. Am I correct? No, it was, it was not the card that me and Tina chose immediately. We did not jump the gun or let the phenomena get ahead of us in the sense of, you know, as you hear today, the paranormal field, everything is demon-related. But um, we were very naive. We were really slow walking to the idea of, okay, what, what is this? Okay, what, okay, kid cough, missing object. Okay, you know, world out there. Hello, world. Tell us, Keith and Tina, what this is. Tell us where this is going. If it's devil incarnate, we like to know as soon as possible for obvious reasons. If it's just a kid ghost who's lost and confused and we or you can help him find his or her way to the light, we can do that. What's this gray lady thing going on? Where's all this stuff going? But what was discerning to us and what we were starting to ask questions about and Get a, and I get a direct answer was, okay, 
we're trying everything that y'all tell us to do. We're we're smudging, we're saging, we're praying, we're putting out Bibles. We invited you in to bless the home, but it's having the opposite effect. Meaning the the, the bangs are getting louder, the objects that are thrown are getting larger. Yeah, I keep telling us not to worry, but the evidence shows otherwise. Should we worry? Um, because these things are, we're talking about large objects being thrown, furniture being thrown. Tina will not take a, a shower or bath uh, unless I'm there or, or something. So where is this going? So things are starting to move in a more darker direction uh, through the course of the months of living in this house, particularly, particularly in 2014. Going back to the earlier question of, 2013, the activity did die down. We had no activity, to our knowledge, for the entire year of 2013, okay? It started tapering off around November, December of 2012. Everybody, especially us, breathed a sigh of relief. But 2014 came back with it. It all came back with a vengeance. And that's what we were warned. We were warned by a lot of people in the internet, the paranormal portion of the internet, that, you know, eight out of ten, these things die down and you never hear from them again. But that one or two times, they come back, when they do come back, it's always worse. And that's what this case is primarily known for. This case is not primarily known for 2012. This case is primarily known for, and rightfully so, the events of 2014 where we're going to start dealing with the spontaneous fires, the wall writings, the pushing down the stairs, the shadowy figures. Forget the gray lady for a second. We're going to start seeing shadowy figures, um, loud bangs, huge objects, 400-pound objects being thrown like paper, scratches, um, and things like that. Chef knives being thrown at me. That's the 2014 stuff, which makes 2012 look like a walk in a park. Since you uh, never had any experience uh, or, or interest previously to this kind of phenomena, didn't you think it was odd? Because, you know, uh, uh, most people... When they think of hauntings, they think of like you know a, a really old house that's had generations of families living in it, where people have lived and died and that sort of thing. But your house was relatively new, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and I'm glad you asked that, Tim, because the house was relatively brand new, built 2005. It had only maybe had four, maybe five tenants before us. Um, and it's still looked new to this day. And, you know, it goes against the stereotype or paradigm in your mind of well, it can't be haunted. Only haunted houses that are old and decrepit are haunted or houses that are cobwebby or, you know, um, you can't live in them hardly or somebody died. And nobody died in this house. We, 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 we researched that. Um, the investigators researched that. Um, I asked the homeowner. Nobody, nobody died in us, and, and it's required by law to if they did. Um, but those things play in your mind, and they're, they're constantly uh, on your psyche when each new phenomena is being introduced. Uh, as to okay, we've established that we have something, but why do we have something? 
you know, what's the why here? And that's the most elusive component uh, to this case, even to this day, as to why this house out of the 300 other houses uh, in that neighborhood. Um, and then to bring it even closer to home, why Keith and Tina? Why, why us? And yeah, it, it, and then, you know, people coming in and looking from the outside, looking in mentally as to, you know, trying to find root cause, trying to find truth, are we being honest and, and, and vice versa. Um, yeah, there's a lot of theories being thrown, but but none of the theories being thrown are getting to the to the thing that me and Tina want the most. How do you make this stop? <laughs> you know, how do you make this stop? Don't come in here and tell me I got to split every room, and that's going to make it stop. And we try that, and it doesn't. Instead, it makes it worse. And then your reaction to that is, well, you're not you're not smudged good enough. Try it again. No, 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 that's not really doing so. That's you know, and, and my IT profession. We would stop that immediately. If something doesn't work the first time, I thought it's not going to work the second time. So let's move on to something else. We don't spend too much time doing the same thing over and over again. But it's frustrating. But you're at a beautiful home, new home, and new couple. But why us? I'm going to ask you our next seg. I'm going to ask you our next segment about Tina. Does she have any background or come from a family where weird stuff happens? Weird Stuff, reported by Keith Linder with Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. If you love mysteries, you'll love these two books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll learn about the strange beings that can look like us, but are not. In Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters, you'll see the hard evidence of UFOs that has been ignored or even hidden. These books will definitely blow your mind, and both are now available on Amazon.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? 
I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in his free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call him toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. This is Micah Hanks of the Grayling Report, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Keith, I want to ask about Tina. Did she have any background in, for herself or her family in this sort of thing? Not to my knowledge. Uh, and we talk about this over and over, uh, me and Tina, uh, of her background uh, and mine. Given we had been together two years prior to this and, um, you know, didn't have activity. We had two separate units living. We were not living together prior to the Boston home, but in sort of going down the, you know, the, the I guess the checkbox of, you know, root cause, you know, she's asking me, I'm asking her, and it's a fair question to ask each other. Uh, but nothing stood out. I mean, nothing abnormally. Once again, we, you know, both me and Tina, we were. We were raised religious, being a Southern Baptist, but we're not religious people, if that, if that makes sense. Um, but no, nothing in the macabre or darkness practicing or, or anything to that nature. You know, it, it was just you know, it was just weird. It's just, you know, nothing to like, aha, maybe that's it. No, no, nothing like that. Now, you're no longer together with Tina, am I correct? That's correct, yes, that's correct. Did this series of events impact your relationship? Oh, yes, without question. Uh, a benevolent holding like this is almost impossible to where it's not going to impact a, a family or a couple's relationship. You know, there's a dynamic to it as to, you know, it was first when we moved in, um, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy, uh, me and Tina against the elements in the home. But the elements in the home started turning us against each other, slowly but surely, going back to the missing jury, Tina's jury. See, at the 
time Tina was missing her jury, fast forward two years later or uh, two and a half years later, um, she's also finding in the home other women's jury. And she's finding these other women's jury um, in our bed, in our bathroom, living room couch. Uh, and these, she's always finding them on the days that I, by my profession, which it allows me to work from home. And um, it became a very, you know, accusatory um, reaction from her because, you know, what woman or anybody for that matter wants to find other women's belongings, let alone in, in, their, in their bedroom or let alone in their bed. So um, the spirits, in, in my opinion, were very clever to build up that wedge, if you will, of taking Tina's insecurity um, and escalating it to um, presenting jury to where it would just, you know, it would just be too naive on her side, even though, even though living in the house that we live in, to just shrug off easily. That's something nefarious from Keith is going on. So uh, that added extra tension. But that's just one spoke of the will. Not, not all the other spoke of the will was of our breakup was her ill treatment um, on the uh, the show Ghost Adventures of uh, the engine window being applied that the activity was somehow related to her. Uh, with her experience with Zach Baggins. Um, so th- those things and others uh, combined um, and the paranormal community as a whole, not individual, but as a whole, uh, just having us just, you know, try things that just really did not work uh, was the straw that broke the camel's back. These items that you found belonging to other people, did you ever find out who owned them? No, no. The same thing for the kid toys. The kid toys, the interesting thing about the kid toys that we found in 2012, um, these are not toys, um, modern toys. These are uh, toys that at least are, by modern I mean, in 2000, they're not 2012 toys. These, these, these toys that they were been in the early 90s, late 80s. Um, cars, plastic G.I. Joe, things you find out of a Cracker Jack box, uh, Tonka toys, stuff like that. Um, and then um, the jury, same thing. Uh, not Tina's taste in jury, um, by any means. Uh, the jury that she was finding. Um, so yeah. Well, it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder though if there uh, uh, aren't some kids in the neighborhood somewhere that uh, had a collection of uh, older toys, maybe, you know, like belonged to their big brothers or something, and they're like, hey, where'd my toys go? And never found out what happened to them. Well, you know, that, that's one theory, uh, uh, Tim, and that's a good one, because this is what I subscribe to, because you have to think about it. Um, I have, me and Tina come by and have over a thousand things missing to this day. Hmm. And they're somewhere out there. I don't believe they're necessarily in the bowels of the house, meaning that behind the, the walls or the the canvas and the, these things were somewhere. I mean, we had a kitchen, a drawer in our kitchen in the summer, I think it was 2012, 2014, where, uh, and this drawer was, uh, we kept items in this kitchen drawer, household items in this drawer. And one day I went to go retrieve an item out of the drawer. And when I opened it, all these envelopes just started billowing out, like billowing out, billowing out, billowing out. And I'm like, what? This was not here the night before. This was not here the day before. <laughs> and I remember when I opened up, well, I picked up the envelopes off the floor and I started reading the timestamps on, you know, the, the, the postage stamp dates on there. They had like 2000, um, 
2008, 2009 postage stamp dates on them of the previous tenant, right address, right address, but the t- the, the postage stamp was five, six years old. Um, so yeah, but and they were not there the night before, so I have to think these people who lived in this house before were looking for these letters one day. These are letters or correspondence that they never received that just went missing, like the things that we have letters of correspondence that I never received. I've had to email family members or friends or, you know, Tommy Bahama and say, hey, what happened to that package you sent me? I saw it on the tracking number and then poof, it's gone. Where is it? Oh, we sent it to you, Mr. Lander. We'll get another one out in the mail to you right away. Mm-hmm. And the, the first one never was heard from. You go, well, there's somewhere. There's somewhere. Um, so you're right. Uh, I think those toys belong to people in the neighborhood. I think some of those toys belong to some of the kids who lived in that house. And, um, our stuff is popping up probably some people's houses right now, and the people are scratching their heads like, we don't know what this is. Well, uh, did you ever check to see, because a lot of times with situations like this, uh, your neighbor's houses can also be affected. Did uh, anybody else, like, you know, the houses on either side of you uh, report any kind of uh, bizarre experiences? Yeah, yeah, they did. After when paranormal teams, we would go voluntarily ask because we were sort of, me and Tina sort of, you know, embarrassed to admit your house is haunted because people thought something's wrong with you. But the paranormal did. You know, when you see, when you have a paranormal van pull up in your driveway and it says, you know, Ghostbusters or whatever on it, the neighbors come out willingly. And, and two of our neighbors did. The neighbors to the right of me, when asked by the investigators, did admit that. Yeah, because they had pets. We didn't have pets. They did. They said, yeah, our pets act weird. Mm-hmm. And they said, our pets act weird when they go by that house, meaning our house. Okay. So that was unadulterated true. We didn't volunteer for that. We didn't, we didn't put them up for that. We never talked to our neighbors until the investigators did. And they just said, they said, our, our pets, our cats and dogs won't go into the room. Talking about their house. That's close to Keith and Tina's house. They, they, they just don't go to the room. We walk the dogs to the neighborhood. Nobody... And, I, and, I, and this was an idea like this. No pet poops in our yard. Because mm. that, that just ain't happening. You know, you know, in our neighborhood, dogs get pet poops. The owner picks it up. But no one's like, they don't, they don't, they don't, you know, pets don't go to Keith and Tina's yard. And so that was interesting. That, that, that was very interesting. Also, um, the neighbors, like we, we've had this experience too. Neighbors would have their, um, their home security systems go off, um, you know, mysteriously. There's no home intrusion. There's no invasion. There's just, just something sets it off. Uh, electrical issues. But everybody just shrugged off and said, oh, eh, whatever. But everybody start thinking to themselves because they see the ghost van parked in front of Keith and Tina's house. And so those things seem to me that can be, you know, not a coincidence, but um, nobody had the physical manifestations like we did. Uh, if they did, they certainly didn't tell us or the investigators, but people did, pets did act weirdly uh, around the neighborhood. So there was definitely a field of influence, so to speak, coming from your house, just oh, not yes. as intense as, you know, yours, the center point of activity. 
Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. People, if you park in front of our house, and very few people did once they know it was haunted, but if you <laughs> if you made the mistake of parking in front of our house, we had plenty of parties with friends over, and somebody occasionally would park in front of our house or our driveway, and uh, upon departure, the battery would be dead. Hmm. You know? Hey, keep my, they knock on the door again. Hey, I thought you was gone, Clint. Oh, no. Dude, my battery's dead. And like, really? Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, bad of battery. I don't know what's going on. And I look at Tina, she look at me. Um, and that happened more than once. More than once, just to shrug it off. So I'm not just making that up because it could be anything, but that happened numerous times, numerous times. You know, we have numerous things to talk about. With Keith and Gene and Tim, you're in The Paracast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. I need some extra money. Do I qualify for the earned income tax credit? Use the EITC Assistant Tool. With just a little information, this tool helps you calculate eligibility with ease and accuracy, get an estimate of how much credit you qualify for, and get a printout of your results before you prepare your return or visit your tax preparer. To use the EITC Assistant Tool and see if you're eligible to claim the credit, visit irs.gov EITC. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I want to correct the impression people have that when Tim does his little stingers at the end of each segment, he materializes in another place. <laughs> Albeit briefly. <laughs> right. He hasn't materialized here yet. <laughs> Just my voice. Yes. Anyway, I want to ask you something here more. The people that you associate with, your friends, any of them 
come to your house to investigate on your behalf or report similar experiences? Um, not to investigate. No. Nobody came with, on the you know the mission to investigate. Friends have been in our home and seen activity unfold both 2012 and 2014. Uh, by unfold, I mean they've seen objects levitate. They've seen objects thrown in the air. Uh, I have my coworkers. Uh, it was Monday Night Football back in 2012. Witnessed plants being thrown. They themselves saw the plants being thrown. There's a chapter in my first book called the, uh, I think it's the housewarming party or something to that effect, where it's, it's about 12 people in the home. Everybody has a story to tell because um, of the 12 people, six were women. All the women had their hair pulled that night. All of them had their shoulder bumped. Uh, we told them our house was weird and it, it was haunted, even though then this is the early stage, this is during the July of 2012. I kept getting locked out of my back door because I was barbecuing. Everybody witnessed the doorbell ringing on its own. And then when everybody left, it's just four of us left in the home. Tina's uh, best friend, Kim, who works at Microsoft, by the way, and Kim's mother, who flew in from L.A. that day, uh, or godmother, saw a plant dart across the air, airborne, fly across the room. They saw it better than we did because they were closer and um, crash upon impact. And they saw them with their own eyes. They also saw the kitchen cabinet doors open uh, with their own eyes that same night as well. Uh, but nobody came ever knocking on the door with a flashlight and a clip pad wanting to conduct an investigation. But they, they have stories to tell. They have you know, their own stories to tell about the phenomena. Nobody was ever following me. They didn't have anything happen at their home as a result of coming uh, to ours, except my 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 former attorney, uh, female friend, uh, she was followed. Uh, she made the m- mistake one day, 2014, I believe, of um, sort of challenging the spirits or daring them, if you will, saying, I dare you if you don't get my, my client Keith Linder alone, alone, blah, 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 is going to happen to you. Um, and then, lo and behold, um, she started having activity in her and her family. She has a, a husband, and they start having activity, believe it or not, in three places combined, and mine, that's four places. Uh, her home in Kirkland, Washington, uh, and her and her husband's home in both California and Hawaii um, began having similar activity to us almost at the same time um, and just blew their mind. Her husband, unfortunately, ended up having a nervous breakdown as a result of that. Um, so, yeah. In bringing people into your home, Keith, did you ever consider having an exorcism? There was an exorcism conducted in the Bothell home in uh, 2015. And uh, that was by Father Roy, conducted exorcism on the home. Keep in mind the Catholic Church, Father Roy is Episcopalian. Uh, the Catholic Church of Bothell, working in conjunction with the Seattle Head Catholic Church, um, were doing not exorcism, but communions and other um, spiritual blessings. Um, everything has to be checked out. So there's a, a, what do you call it? a tier system before you get to a level of exorcism by the Catholic Church for a home. So they had to go through these, a lot of red tape and whatnot, but uh, it was going to get there eventually. Um, um, So yeah, we had multiple things working at the same time. Uh, Father Roy 
having a strong uh, working relationship with the local uh, Native American uh, tribes in the area was also bringing on board shamans uh, to assist, and they did uh, come into the home because some of the activity was uh, was shown to be linked to Native American. I'm talking about the oil writings and the, the, the languages written in my walls upstairs and the material they used to write that. Uh, so it lent itself to be Native American in nature, as well as the land underneath the home, uh, both of Washington and Snohomish County. Snohomish County is named after the Snohomish tribe, who had a, a, a huge presence in the mid-1800s, early 1800s. Um, so we, we bought the shamans in all they did. Um, and that were quiet things for a while. Things got quiet for uh, uh, 72 hours. But when they come back, they come back, it always seems that I felt what spirit, whatever it was, come back to make up for lost time. And they make you, the house owner, the house occupant, pay the price for bringing in the help. It's almost like, um, okay, look, the priest is gone, the father's gone, we told you not to tell anybody, so now we're gonna have to uh, you know, punish you. It was, always, it was always like that. Yeah, it always seems like whenever you try something like that, you know, bringing in a priest, hanging up crucifixes, even smudging, it just seems to just honk the spirits off, so to speak. And they just uh, almost like laugh in your face and just uh, ramp up the activity even more. Yeah, you bring up a a good point. because Some people get the wrong impression about this case when it's like, but it's not, I don't believe it, because who, who, who owns three Bibles? You know, or who has three Bibles to get burned? And we have three Bibles to catch fire. And, and, and what people understand is, it's not the fact that I owned or had three Bibles, which I did, but these Bibles were not ever displayed openly. These Bibles were kept in a corner of my closet that I looked at very rarely. I just had them over time, over time, over time, over time, over time, and they accumulated, accumulated, accumulated. I'm not one to ever throw a Bible in the trash whether I read it or not. So they accumulated over a 20-year, 30-year time period. But when it came time to this, I would introduce one because I was advised to. The church said, hey, put a Bible out and open up the Proverbs, the Psalms, say a prayer, and ask these spirits to leave. But when you go to bed, leave the Bible out. You know, you got to establish a strong foothold in the, in the house, and the spirits will generally get the message and leak. And that was a good troubleshooting method that I could subscribe to. So I did, but guess what? They would burn the Bible. And so I would, the Bible was all incinerated and ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and me and Tina got our eyes and mouth is dropped open, like, oh my God, they burnt a Bible. What do we do now? So I go back to the people who, who advised me the first time and said, hey, they burned the Bible. What does that mean? What do we do now? I said, well, you got to be steadfast. You got to be strong. Um, it takes time. You got to put another Bible out there. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I go get another Bible and do it. And this time I put it in another part of the house. And then they'll take that one and they'll burn it or, or something or shred it like confetti, you know, or a cross. Uh, I put a wooden cross out, you know, it's, it's, it's hung upright, right? They'll turn it upside down, okay? Or the cross goes missing or it's in the washing machine or something like that. I mean, there's holy water missing. I remember my friend or my best friend's wife when they came back from Mexico, I forgot what famous church she went to in Mexico City. 
But she, she, she got the, the, the water from this fountain that was blessed holy water. I remember the day she brought it to my house. She walked in very gingerly in this nice little, little holy water container. And she's got this little scarf with it. And, and, and she's telling me, hey, this is for your house. And we, we got this back from Mexico. And the priest there blessed it. And we walked it back here, you know, some 2,000 odd miles. And here you go. The next day, it's gone. Gone, gone, gone. I said it next to the Bible. There's a picture on my website of it. And it's gone. And it's still missing to this day. It was full. It was full. So that that's the portion of where you like, man, they can burn Bibles, turn crosses upside down, steal holy water. What gets rid of them? You know. I have an interesting question I want to ask. We'll get to it in our next segment. Mostly about the jewelry that disappeared. And yeah. things surrounding that. Keith Lender moves into a house with his former girlfriend and weird stuff happens with Gene and Tim and Keith. You're in the Pentecost. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about after the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Do you know someone with a drug or alcohol problem? Get help now. Insurance may cover everything. Stop the drug and alcohol nightmare. Call 800-284-0523. Learn how through the Family Medical Leave Act, you can leave your job without losing your job. Locations everywhere. Get immediate help for drug and alcohol problems. Call now. 800-284-0523. 800-284-0523. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. 
Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Keith, wanted to ask you here. The jewelry that appeared there mysteriously, what did you do with it? Uh, let's see, the jewelry for a portion, of, I kept them. We, we had a drawer that we, in the kitchen where we kept all the items that we were finding, jewelry included, um, for the investigators. So they asked questions, I can, I can go point to it and show them. When it became a point of contention, meaning Tina accusatory about the jury and did you have a woman in the house while I was gone or something like that, I just started discarding them, meaning the jury, um, outright, you know, toss out of the, week, the weekday trash. I, I had none of them to this day. I had none of the objects that appeared inexplicably that we didn't own to this day. It was either some were given to the investigators some were giving to paranormal enthusiasts and whatnot, and most of it was thrown away. In other words, they weren't valuable enough to go to the pawn shop and see what was going on. Mm, you know what? I don't remember how valuable they were, but that idea never crossed my mind. You make me really feel bad. <laughs> Did any of them show back up again after you got rid of them? Um, yes, some did. By, by, by that, I mean, there will be times in the home where items will be thrown at me, like a beer bottle, you know, empty beer bottle, thank God. Uh, I emptied it. But um, it will be thrown at me, and I will take the bottle and go throw it in the trash can in the receptacle in the garage you know, and go back up upstairs to my office where, I, where it was thrown at me. And sometimes that object would beat me there. I kid you not, it would be there waiting for me, sitting in my chair or on my keyboard. Uh, other times I would sit down and hear another loud bang, boom, turn around, another beer bottle. I'm like, oh, beer bottle. Then I was like, wait a minute, is this a new beer bottle or is it the same beer bottle? And the only way to find out is to go walk downstairs under the trash can. If there's a beer bottle in the trash can, you know that this is a new beer bottle 
Well, I did that, Tim. I went downstairs, and there's no beer bottle in the trash can. This is the same beer bottle that was prior. So it was instances like that where uh, same thing happened to the chef knife. One time it was a, in my office, and you know you, you keep all your sharp knives in a, in a sheath in the kitchen. And I was in the upstairs, and I heard this loud boom, and I saw something go by my peripheral. And I looked, and there on the floor was the chef knife. You know, and I and I'm looking at it, and I'm, I pick it up, and I mosey on downstairs. You know, cursing at the spirits, like cut that out, stop, whatever, telling Tina what just happened, and I put it in the sheet. Okay, and go back upstairs. Thirty minutes, an hour later, or, or two hours later, doom. Look again, same chef knife. So yeah, that happened a lot. So now, you make a you make a comment. Um when you describe these things, you know, flying around, you know, boom. Yeah. Did you did you notice that the sounds that accompanied these things flying around was a lot louder than normal? You know, you, uh, you know, like the like the chef knife. You know, a chef knife thrown against the wall will make a noise. But did these things make a noise that seemed to be unnaturally louder than they should be? Yeah. And that's a great question because that happened a lot, and I learned later that's a that's a phenomenal in itself in, in, in Portuguese lore of the 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 what some theorizes a artificial noise associated with the phenomena. The noise I can tell you very distinctively, Tim and Gene. Sometimes the noise preceded preceded the object being thrown, and what I mean by that is you hear a shuffle behind you, you hear a loud boom behind you, immediately behind you loud face crash, piano crash, or something of that nature, and you turn around in the direction of that noise, and there's nothing there. I swear to God, there's nothing there. Come back four or five minutes later, and look at that same area. It could be a broken vase, a broken beer bottle, something that resembled the noise you just heard prior, minutes prior. Okay? I can tell you, I can tell you how many times we'd be downstairs, and you hear... Uh, sometimes Tina, because she, she called me at work one day, where she heard a loud piano crash coming from upstairs. We don't have a piano, let alone, what's, where's a piano going to crash upstairs if it's upstairs? And she would just thunder upstairs and nothing to be found. Um, and, of course, the piano ever materialized, but it sounded just like that, a piano, she said. Um, there have been many times where I've had objects thrown and you're right, there is a louder-than-loud component associated with it. And same as there's a lower-than-lower lower sound. The sound never seems to match what we would call our laws of physics of an object like that being thrown. Um, parapsychologist Steve Mera, uh, when they were in the home of 2016, did conduct an investigation because they have all the, the, the state-of-the-art sound equipment and whatnot. There was an object on the upstairs hallway, a light, I believe. We were downstairs. That hit the ground. It was resting on the wall, and then we, everybody heard the loud thud. Boom! And everybody went upstairs to investigate what that boom was, and the light was resting on the floor. It's a carpet. Um, and then when him and Don Phillips tried to reduplicate it, and they picked up the light probably at the same distance as it was on the wall when it was hanging and dropped it manually themselves just to capture the sound with their audio devices. 
um, they can never replicate it. The, the, the sound pattern was way off the charts. I mean, there was a huge distinction between the noise that originally was made and the noise that they duplicated. And it happened on several other different instances. And even I started noticing that years before their arrival of how the sound of the phenomena is different. Um, close, but different. It's very, you can remember, it's very octave different, noticeable on a, on a, on a graph or chart or something. Uh, but I even I started noticing that the sound sounds from the, the noise that they make sounds dated. It sounds artificial. Um, to use an, uh, an acronym today, it can sound, it sounds AI. You know, you know, you, can, you see those pictures today people coming out with, with the AI pictures and stuff, and you look at it, you just, you know it's AI the second you look at it. That's what the sound sounds like to your ear. It's like, that just sounds weird to me. That don't sound like a, a vase would fall, like sound like that, even though vases sound similar to that when they fall. But there'd be breakage, there'd be debris, but sometimes that noise preceded the debris. Now that, to me, I don't know what's going on because you hear the crash, Tim and Gene, and there's no debris. Turn around five seconds or five minutes, wait for it, it'll come. There's the debris, but no sound. Okay? And what that means or how that means, I, I have yet to figure out. So Keith Lender moves into the house from you know where, maybe? Interesting. A lot more questions to ask. So we're more interested in the things that are happening. This is an extension, by the way, of the episode we did a while back with Keith. And I'll tell you, if I had a history of moving into houses where weird stuff happened, you know, I might just live on the street. I don't know. Keith, Tim, Gene, you're in. The Paracast. <laughs> are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. USA News Update. The beginning of 2024 has seen robust job growth, with the U.S. economy adding 353,000 jobs last month, nearly double the anticipated increase, according to the Labor Department. The unemployment rate remained steady at 3.7% in January. Toxicology reports released this week revealed that the three men found dead and frozen at a Kansas City Chiefs watch party had three times the lethal amount of fentanyl, along with cocaine and THC in their systems. The incident happened in the backyard of their friend Jordan Willis' Kansas City home on January 9th, 
two days after the game. Former President Trump is criticizing the United Auto Workers Union after it endorsed President Biden's re-election campaign. During an interview with Fox Business, Trump said he never engaged in discussions with the UAW regarding an endorsement. He referred to the union as a hopeless case and accused it of steering the car industry into the poorhouse. John Schaefer, USA News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer and communicate information and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. This is Jacques Vallée, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Now, that's an interesting thing here I wanted to ask Keith before Tim asks this question. This is all restricted to that home, or does it follow you? Uh, I started getting followed, and by followed being attacked elsewhere, uh, Gene, uh, and probably late summer, early fall of 2014. Keep in mind, the summer and fall of 2014 was when the, when the activity was at its apex level. We were talking level five, Cat 5 hurricane, and 5 tornado. And that's also when I'm being attacked. So my business, I was doing 25, 30% travel. And um, I remember the first time I was, I was attacked, um, I was in a hotel in Spokane, Washington. Dead of night, uh, the pillow from underneath my head got yanked from underneath me and the sheets above me got yanked and both were thrown clear across the room, clear across the room. That's only happened once at the Bothell home. So I leap out, leap, leap out of bed and turn on the lights like, what the hell? And um, to have insult to injury, you know, you get the pillows and covers back and you gather them back and try to shake it off a little bit, you know, walk around and like, oh man, please, please, please don't let this be the start of something. 
while I'm traveling because at that time mentally I was using my travels as a way of refuge of a, as a break if you will of being out of the house and, and Tina was with her friends Tina never stayed in the house by herself while I was gone but I don't need this in my life I don't need to be haunted in hotels now so I get back in bed and put the covers and pillow over me and two hours later bam sat that that day so that was me that was that was confirmation to me like okay all right once again this is a new phase a new stage not all hauntings have this but some do where the person is followed and i'm their huckleberry and they're following me now so i'm calling my support system hey father hey priest what now okay i i'm getting attacked in hotels usually they do it one time that lets you know that the seal has been broken they're going to do it multiple times. And that's what happened. That, that, that started happening every time I'm traveling. Um, I'm having Wi-Fi issues in the hotel, TV problems, nobody on the floor. The IT department of the hotel don't know what's going on. They move me to other rooms. This never happened before. And I know because I'm, I'm, living, I'm living the same reality at my home, but they don't know that. Um, and then there's the, there's the attacks. One moment, there was a time where I was attacked in the hotel and Tina and Kim were attacked in a bunk home. This is the only time Tina stayed at home while I was away, only because Kim, a female who worked at Microsoft, stayed with her. Where we were attacked almost pretty much the same time because Tina was trying to reach me, but my phone was dead. And I was trying to reach her. And uh, all I was getting was voicemail. But when we finally talked, she told me the horrors that were going on at the bunk house at the moment. And I told her the horrors that were going on with me um, at the hotel. But what was what was going on with uh, Tina and Kim uh, while you were gone? Uh, Tina and, and Kim uh, that morning, early that morning, for 4 a.m., 5 a.m., began experiencing loud bangs hmm. uh, coming from the hallway. Kim, while, while trying to take a shower, had the door slam, the bathroom door slam on her, and the lights go off. Uh, Tina and her master bedroom had the uh, had objects thrown. Uh, I do remember there was a point where it was so active that they uh, decided to stay in one room together versus be apart. Uh, that did not lessen the activity. That's, that's when the, uh, the shower, the door slammed on uh, Kim as she was getting ready to uh, go to work with the lights going off. And then just a series of loud banging, boom, 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 boom. They said that the loud banging um, kept on up to the moment they were driving out, pulling out the driveway. Mm. There was... Um... Speaking of of noises, there was at the time when you were getting all kinds of advice on how you could uh, calm the restless spirit, so to speak. There was there was one incident that I found amusing. If you can find anything amusing in all of this, when you were when it was suggested to you that playing music would be helpful. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, there, there were several suggestions that, and we, me and Tina always looked at, well, okay, people's, people's heart are in the right place, but sometimes we didn't laugh at upon hearing. And I remember one advice given was, um, play Disney songs, play, <laughs> you know, what's that? It's a small world, ass, something like that, something, <laughs> something. And it's to play that, and not only that. Leave that going when you leave. Like, put it on Disney Channel and let that play the entire day while you're at Tina or for work. And I'm, and I'm looking at Tina like, I don't know if that's going to work. She's kind of corny. I don't know. But 
where we're at that stage, we'll try anything. Okay. <laughs> but, and we did. So, well, we put on the music channel and I would always be the last one to leave the home because he didn't want that job. So I, I would do it and I would just immediately leave. And, um, yeah, it, it was it was recommended that it was recommended gospel music, uh, so we left it on Gospel Channel a few times. Uh, easy listening music. Did it work? Uh, no, for obviously it didn't work. Um, you come home and and, and and TV is still playing. It's still playing. It's a small world or Disney, whatever you know, uh, song. But it, it, we turned it off and then activity would resume. But I always thought in the back of my mind because I didn't have cameras installed then. Do they just turn it off while we're gone? <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I always want to ask the people that advise me that, like, hey guys, listen, if we're telling you they can turn lights off and power off and cut the power to our house and appliances while we're here, what's to stop them from doing that the minute we leave? I mean, if I'm a ghost and you put that crazy music on and you're out of the house, I'm turning it off. Like, I'll turn it back on before you get here. So. So, but we tried it. We tried. It. We, we gave it its due diligence. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me that you would have come home and instead of uh, Disney music playing, it was like playing death metal or something. No, no. But you, you brought up another story that I, I remember. This um, going back to uh, my, my neighbors. I remember one time. I think it must have been mowing the grass or something. And my neighbor across the street comes walking over, and he asked me. He says, uh, "We're just talking about other stuff." And then all of a sudden, he says, "Hey." Um, you play video games? I'm like, mm, yeah, but not really. I haven't played video games in a while. He said, oh, because uh, he was retired. He said, I, I walk around your house, by your house, you know, during the middle of the day, walking my dog. And one day I walked by your house, and there was all this loud noise coming from the office, like somebody's playing a video game, like char 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 char. But I didn't see no car in the garage, so I thought, you know, you maybe parked in the garage and thought he was a, a, a gamer or something because it sounded like he was really into it. But I thought that was interesting because I was like, oh, really? Oh, noise is coming from my, and I pointed to my office window. They said, from that window? I was like, yeah. You know, mm. and in the Seattle Pacific Northwest in the summertime, because it doesn't get above 80, everybody leaves their windows open on the second floor. So, uh, yeah, he, he told me that. I thought that, I thought that was interesting. So whatever the noise was, it had to have been pretty loud to uh, be heard on the street. Yeah. yeah, down the street as he's walking his dog. And he's not the first person who's told me that, but several other neighbors tell me that um, we thought somebody was home because of the noise coming from your from your upstairs. But no, we see you pulling through your driveway right now, and uh, the noise goes off. It doesn't, you know, it's for a period of time, but then it goes off. And then I start making sense to me when I put up the listening equipment where I can monitor my home. While at work, I just listen. I, I, I started hearing those voices on my uh, my listening devices and, and, and knew what they were talking about because my house comes alive. And those videos are on my YouTube channel. Uh, we're not just the house is just not haunted while we're there. Um, the house comes alive while we're gone. This is so weird, Keith. So weird that you and your former girlfriend move into a place where there is no history of paranormal phenomena and then you move into the place and everything starts to happen even when you're not at the home yeah even when I'm not I mean 
majority of the published photos of the house that you see various of the, of the room wrecks and the, the trash and destruction we were not home when that occurred let's break it here and we'll see what else occurs with gene keith tim you're in the pentecost <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the protectors find out more at rockoids.com that's rockoids r-o-c-k-o-i-d-s.com it's obvious the unthinkable continues most americans know something very wrong is happening people in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing but you know better that's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage and you should too my patriot supply the nation's largest emergency preparedness company are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. 
Sunny Bay heating pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay heating pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. Hello, this is John Burroughs, one of the witnesses to the Rendlesham UFO incident. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So things are happening at the South, Keith, even when you're not there. But they didn't start until you got there. What about Tina after you broke up? Did things follow her wherever she moved? Tina has, because we, we talked for a great period of time, and we uh, after she moved out the house, she never reported to me or told me when asked of any activity following her. And I was glad that was good. Keep in mind, when Tina moved out of the house, I was still living there. Tina moved out in 2015. Uh, I would move out a year and a half later. But she was not followed, to my knowledge. She, she, she has not told me that. So, yeah, there, there's that. But, um, yeah, there's activity happening where, where neither one of us are there. I mean, we're at work. We're coming home from work, and it looks like Hurricane Sandy has just blown through there. The love seat couches are upside down. All the kitchen cupboards are open. There's furniture rearranged. You name it, it's, it, it, it's happened. But the alarms have not been tripped whatsoever. There's not a home intrusion or home invasion. Not from the outside, anyways. Not from a person. So I getting frustrated, started bringing in more cameras to where that allowed me to monitor, meaning visually, from anywhere in the world, mainly my job. So I'm, I'm monitoring my home from office, where I get an email notification of sound detected or motion detected. And there's plenty of mornings I'm at work, and I'm going in my inbox, my Gmail is going da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Motion detected, timestamp, timestamp, timestamp. And it takes five snapshots when it, when it detects sound or motion. And I see that and I log in and I can see the hysteria at the real time in it, the aftermath. Then it's going da 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 sound detected, sound detected. And then one day out of the blue, I wanted to just listen to my house because I'm working. I can't necessarily watch my house because I'm working, but I can't listen to it. So I put on headphones. I'm multitasking at work, I'm in my office, and I can, I'm tuned into the house. I'm hearing cars drive by, kids in the distance outside. And I kid you not, I'm starting to hear what we have been experiencing, meaning I'm hearing the sounds loud, the sounds of kitchen cabinet doors slamming shut, open and shut. And the sound, and my, my alarm to their credit, sound detected. One day, Tim, I hear while monitoring the, the piano crash that Tina talked about. And if you've never heard a piano crash, picture one falling from, I don't know, Empire State Building and how that would sound upon impact. That's exactly what I heard. Okay. 
Now, the benefit of me listening to these things happening is I can record. And I recorded them and uploaded them and backed them up, backed up to backup, backed up to backup to backup to backup. And, and wherever I say, I can always show and prove. So if anybody listening want to go to my YouTube channel and hear those noises, hear that piano crash, knock yourself out. But the devices themselves did pick up the noise or the motion. And uh, a few of those I was able to witness uh, or listen to. But it's a, it's, it's a sight to behold ear-wise. I mean, there's no sound like it to hear that and you know, whoa, this is coming from my house? This is what it sounds like when I'm gone? Yeah. So you put up cameras a number of times, and you ought to tell us why you had to keep putting up uh, uh, cameras. Yeah, so cameras were recommended by those who were trying to help us and by both family members and, to a degree, cynics and critics. But it made sense to put up cameras for me because I had my own level of curiosity. But keep in mind, when I started putting up cameras, they started manipulating the cameras, uh, unplugging. I would come, I would put up a camera in the hallway. Usually where the activity was the most, I would have a camera in. And I would come back and I would just see the cameras unplugged. And I'm like, and I would go to Tina, Tina, did you unplug the camera? I know she did, but I got to ask her. She's like, no, kid, I didn't unplug it. So I would plug the camera back in. And then she's going to say, hey, ghost or whatever, stop doing, unplugging the cameras. And then a few days later, or a few hours, sometimes a few hours later, sometimes five minutes later, it'll be unplugged again, or the camera itself will be turned around or turned upside down, or the cord will go missing, and sometimes the camera would go missing. You know, And that became frustrating. Uh, you buy $35 to $55, $85 camera, it's been about an hour configuring it, getting it in tune to your Wi-Fi network, logging in and all that stuff. And it's gone. You know, the time it's spent more time getting it ready and configured, and it's gone. They're like, thank you, Mr. Keith. We got it now. Uh, so I go buy more cameras. I start buying cameras to watch the cameras that being gone. And it became a, a moment of the cat chasing its tail. I know it's hilarious for the for the spirits because they're like, look at this idiot. He just keep buying more cameras. Um, to add insult to injury, one time, Kim, I was at work. And my cameras were going off tremendously of motion and sound detected. And I was getting all this feedback. But I was frustrated because every time I would try to record, all it did was cut the power to the house. The cameras that I had were not battery operated, so I went and bought battery cameras. I said, aha, you're going to cut the power to the house. What are you going to do with the battery? I did not know that. Well, battery means nothing. We can do that too, Keith. But I put a, I bought a camera with an SD card in it, you know, a little micro card. And I said, I'm not going to record it to the cloud. I'm going to record it to the SD cloud. That way, if it, if it, if it, if it, if it does capture motion, and y'all cut the power bit to the battery or the, the, the wall socket. At least I'll get something. I don't care if it's a, a second or two of activity. I don't care what. I'll get something because it's on an SD card. Well, one day I had this loud banging noise and, and, and furniture being rearranged. And then I logged in and they cut the power so I couldn't watch from work. And then I was like, okay, well, the battery's still going. So maybe the camera's still running. So I left my job, which is 30 minutes from where I live, and went home. Excited, like, okay, I'm just going to get in there and get that camera. And I got the Holy Grail. Even the battery's dead. I got the SD card. 
And I remember I went in and the house destroyed. Yeah, they, 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 they did a number on the house that day. And I was like, okay, we got, we, we have to have got something, anything, something, shadow or something. And I'm running toward the camera and it's dead. And I look in there and the SD card is gone. Gone. Gone, gone, gone. Hasn't been seen since. And they're like, thank you, Keith. We got it. You know, you came all the way home for nothing. So once again, doesn't it make you wonder where all this went? Yeah, <laughs> is there is there some other house that's being haunted, some other place that's like yeah. the cameras are mysteriously appearing, and they're like, where'd this come from? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just because I, I want to get this out there in case we forgot, the first Bible to catch fire in I think that was early spring of 2014, had been missing since 2012. Hmm. We had put this Bible out, it was advised by my best friend. I had put the Bible out on a lamp table before praying over it and going to bed. He was out of town. And the next morning I woke up and the Bible was gone. And I called my friend, I called him and said, hey, the Bible's gone. The alarm system was just me in the home. Nobody came in and took it. The Bible was just gone. And uh, it was gone for a year and a half, and then, including the year of the no activity, which is 2013. It was spring when activity came back with a vengeance. I think it was March or April, that Sunday, the first Bible to catch fire. By that, I mean, we were awakened up by the fire alarms going off in our house. Uh, it was 1.34 a.m. I darted to the door of our bedroom to wake up at the door closed because we had been having so much activity the night before. And as I'm looking at the door, I'm in the bed. It's pitch black in our bedroom, but the fire alarms are going off. And that's a bad experience, ghost or no ghost. But I can see light radiating underneath the door, like in the movies, you know, when there's a fire. Yeah, like, that's not good. But nowhere am I thinking paranormal. I'm just thinking, okay, did we leave something burning on or something? Because to that point, I didn't know these things could set fires. And I opened up my door. And Tina's right behind me. And... There's a book on the ground. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's our, I don't know if it's our Bible yet. It's a book on the ground that's on fire. I mean, flame on. It's opened up. Ashes and pages are you know flying in the air and it's burning and all that stuff. So um, filling up the hallway with with light. I close it with my left foot. I think I, I just take my left foot and just close it to douse the fire, which worked. It was not until then I realized. Wait a minute. That's the Bible that I put on the table a year and a half ago that has been missing ever since then. Okay. And um, I pick it up and show to him, hey, this is this is that this, this is missing Bible. And I'm like, and then I feel a bulge and there's a there's something in it, okay? This is there's a bulge in the book. So I open it back up, air and all this shoots in my face. And in the Bible is this wooden cross, small wooden cross. We have something else to cross over here. And we'll get back, crossover with ghost stories. Hmm. Keith, Gene, Tim, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you love reading about the mysteries of the universe? Do you wonder what secrets are hidden in the shadows of our own planet? If so, you won't want to miss these two amazing books by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. In Mimics, The Others Among Us, you'll explore the world of the mimics of man. 
beings that can look like us but are not. They've been among us since the beginning of history, hiding in plain sight, influencing our culture in ways we can scarcely imagine. In alien artifacts, incredible evidence of exotic material from UFO encounters, you'll discover the so-called hard evidence of UFOs that's been available for study this entire time, but for the most part has been ignored. These two books will open your eyes to a hidden reality that has been right in front of our eyes all along. That's Mimics, The Others Among Us, and Alien Artifacts, Incredible Evidence of Exotic Material from UFO Encounters by Tim R. Swartz and Sean Castile. Available now on Amazon.com. Eating, working, living pain-free. These are things many of us take for granted. But for many adults with disabilities who are elderly or have serious medical issues, dental care is simply unaffordable. Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists who can change this. DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to just see one of the many patients in need. You can literally change a life. When you volunteer with DLN's donated dental services program to see one, you treat a pre-qualified patient in your office at your convenience. We handle the details so you can focus on the care. Lack of dental care can lead to the inability to have life-saving surgery, eat, or contribute to our community. If you are a dentist or know a dentist, please share this message. Will you see one? Visit willyouseeone.org to help change one life in your community today. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Jane Steinberg. We explored the return of the missing Bible. News at 11. Keith, I've got to tell you, we've talked to a lot of people with strange things happening in their lives. And you're way up there. Yeah. Why are you so lucky? I mean, why would it happen to you? Um, right place, wrong time, wrong place, right time. I don't know. That's the, that's the question or answer that eludes me. Um, you know, you know, going back to the the bulge in the in, in the Bible, uh, the wooden cross, that wooden cross we had put over, we had, I had nailed it above our headboard at night as a means of protection, uh, nights before, and it was there before we went to bed. So, for it to reappear or be moved and found in a Bible that's been disappeared for a year and a half, just riddles the mind uh, on, on so many levels. Uh, you know, why us? Why me? Um, I don't know. I've asked that question so many times, left and right, right and left. I do want to make it known that um, we did find out that there was a family, husband and wife, two kids or three kids, that had activity in the home 2008, 2009. They did not tell anybody. They just moved out. And I think most people do that nowadays or back then or still do uh, for obvious reasons. But when I contacted her, she told me, she was living in Yakima, Washington, when I contacted her. And how I found her was going back to the, the mail in our drawer. It was, it was a letter that came in from the postal. And she told me, she said, that house is a living hell. And not so much with me educating her on our experience, because I didn't tell her our experience. Um, she said, the house is a living hell. It was the beginning of the end of that place. She said, and this is her words, I can quote. She said, I tried to commit suicide or tried to kill myself uh, four times in that home. 
She said, we had, we had loud banging. We had TV go off and on. We had footsteps. We would wake up and our kitchen cupboards open. She said, my son still saw shadowy figures out the corner of his eye. And at the time, this is 2014 when she told me, he still sees them to this day. Well, and you saw shadowy figures in the house as well, didn't you? Yes. When she told me that in 2014, I was already seeing shadowy figures. Her son's bedroom was my office. I was seeing shadowy figures out the corner of my eye. I was not disclosing that to the people helping us or even to Tina Dennis because I, I, didn't, I didn't know what was going on in my head. I thought, you know, what is this? But the shadows were outside my doorway, hovering around or hanging around the doorway. But how she described her son seeing them, I was seeing them the exact same way. So I knew she was on the up and up on many levels. She told me about the kitchen cabinet doors. We had already experienced that. She told me about the TV channels changing by themselves. We had already experienced that. The footsteps, we had already experienced that. The loud banging, we had already experienced that. Being locked out of the house, we had already experienced that. Uh, electronic devices going off and on, we had our experience. That's so what we were experiencing. Everything she was experiencing times ten. But she was part of the reason was a suicidal part. She said she was very suicidal. Um, she did attempt suicide a few times um, in the home, um, and then finally uh, they just got out. They just um, left. She never implied why they left in the sense of was the haunting the reason why they left, or they just moved or their lease expired or whatever. But um, I was relieved to know, because you never know. We never knew up until then, me and Tina, uh, why us? Why is this happening? And did it follow us in? You know, we, like I said, we had no activity when we lived elsewhere. But man, maybe it followed us in anyway. Maybe we, 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 didn't, we had attachments that didn't know it. But no, that that, that theory dissolved a minute. Uh, Rhonda, her name was Rhonda, may she uh, rest in peace, um, told us uh, that they had activity in 2008, 2009. And she said it was a living hell. She said things began to go down. Um, and it destroyed their marriage, like it destroyed our relationship. Her husband and, and her, her and her husband divorced uh, while living in that, in that home. Hmm. One of the other interesting aspects of uh, this phenomena was the writing on the walls. Uh, you know, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, the, the writings, just like all the other activity, uh, Tim and Jean starts off slowly, gradually. I remember the first writings that began appearing were uh, upside down crosses, uh, written in sage ash. And how I know it was sage ash is by then we we're already begun smudging, so I had several smudge sticks in the home. I was we'd always smudge either before bed or after we got home from work, but always if we get size 6 to 12 inch sage smudge stick on the hallway bookshelf and we start coming home and the sage stick would go missing one day we came home um, it was not where we left it it was resting on my keyboard and above my keyboard my computer monitor was ups an upside down cross written in ash um, so I thought that was weird I thought that was interesting because when I tried to duplicated meaning I couldn't do it. I cannot draw a cross with the stick that I just used. So I don't know to this day how they did it. But you wipe that off with hot water and soap and no harm, no foul, right? But um, the spirit's thinking, oh, well, that's an easy fix for him. We're going to have to turn it up a notch by writing on something that's going to be a little bit harder to remove. So the substance started changing. I mean, we're now migrating as, as well as the symbols. First, it was upside-down crosses. 
was saved as, was going to be cleaned up in five minutes. Then it was, um, I believe, 666 a few times, a few more upside down crosses, but now it's a black oil. Then it becomes from black oil because I could be back and paint that over. Uh, one layer of paint to do the trick. Then it starts becoming a different substance of black oil, the more acrylic oil, which you start seeing uh, that can bleed through the paint. So I'll start buying primer and paint. Then they can it'll bleed through that. And then they start painting on multiple walls. First, it was one wall, two walls, through. Now it's every wall in the room. We got four walls, and now it's the ceiling. Now it's the doors. And it's a 666. It's more upside down crosses. But the most unique symbol, one that I have not seen in any other poltergeist case ever, was the one of the upside down man, which you probably see as the stick figure man. Which, upon research, I discovered um, is a Native American symbol. It's not hard to, to get to that. Um, but what the symbol means in a Native American lore is it means a man has died or a man is about to die. And it's not a symbol that's drawn every time a, a man dies, it's, it's usually drawn when a man has been murdered or dies as a result of a, a disease, mainly smallpox. And that's the Native American part that people start going down as to, aha, is that a clue? Is that a, is that a cookie crumb? You know, what's up with the upside down? Because that would, that would be drawn over and over. Every time they would paint over that, we would be painting over. We advise to paint over anything that we see. Paint over it right away. And they would draw over it right away. And they would make a point to keep drawing the upside down, man on multiple walls and so i started ringing in my head like is that a is that a clue is that a signal you know they're not leaving that symbol alone they're not drawing an upside down woman it's upside down man and then years and years later until i think i shared information with you it's definitely in, in, in my books of what is that black oil what's it made out of okay um uh, it was later tested that it was uh, determined. Uh, it was it's, it's organic. Let's get this out the record. It's not paint. Okay, we deduced that much through multiple testing, and well, it's not paint. It's not something you go buy at a store, Home Depot, or something, uh, which added to our credibility. But it is a form of paint. And we determined it was, it was bone black, bone ash, incinerated buffalo or bison bone. It's, it's a composite, it's carbonate, it's phosphate, um, it's animal, um, it's incinerated buffalo or bison bone. Once again, going back to the Native American component, uh, bone black is one of the oldest forms of black paint out there. It's used for pictography and calligraphy, which if you, if you look at my pictures or that upside down man, that's exactly what that is. Okay, to speak language through pictures, to symbols. Um, so yeah. It's another, you know, why or what to the to the to the to the to the mystery, and, and that's just what Portuguese phenomena is. You know what? When you talk about upside down, I can't help thinking of this alternate reality in that TV show Stranger Things on Netflix. That's just me always finding the cultural connection with that upside down. Hmm. We're going to talk more about things that are upside down or maybe experiences that are upside down with Keith Linder, Gene Steinberg, Tim Swartz, you are in the Paracast. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. 
They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Tehibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit ShopSuperTea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is ShopSuperTea.com, or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline. Airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. We'd like to hear from you. 
If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Upside down indeed, Keith. Now, you mentioned the last time you were on that this phenomenon that's followed you has gone to subsequent houses and also your workplace. Tell us more. Uh, yeah, so while living in the house, I was having attacks, like I said earlier, in the hotels while traveling on, on the road, and a similar, uh, small attacks while at work, and small phenomena while at work. And this is in, in, in Seattle, my Seattle office. Electronic issues, things with the elevator, things with the computer, uh, network, and stuff like that. Uh, shoulder bumps a few times. Hearing your name called, like Keith, was whispered in my ear and in a, in a room or a meeting. But the day I, I, upon moving, you know, you never know until you move. And, and, I had, and I did move. I did move. And the question in my mind was, uh, wow, am I going to be followed? I've already proven that I could be followed while living in the home. And that sort of played a, a, a weird psyche as to why I stayed so long. But I, I finally moved. And um, now the question is going to be um, asked for answers. Who knows? And it was it was it was answered right away. I had the first phenomena I had in my new place of residence was May eighth of two thousand sixteen. It was the puddle of water phenomena, where I'm living at uh, when I left the Bothell House. I moved into a uh, an apartment, two bedroom apartment, no longer living in a home dwelling unit, but I am on the first floor. There's water dripping from my ceiling onto my kitchen table, and there could be a rational reason for that. It's kind of untimely or uncanny, perfect timing. But there could be a reason for that. It's kind of weird it's happening on day one, but I called the building maintenance people who responded right away uh, to a water emergency, and that's what that is. It's considered a water emergency. And I just let them do what investigate what, what uh, mechanics do, home mechanics do, investigate. Come with me with a root cause, because I don't want to go to the cause that I think it is, even though I know what it is. But they could, they came back to me and could not determine root cause of where the water was coming from. Number one, there's, there no, there's no pipes above us. There's no the, the people upstairs don't have anything leaking. There's no spilt over pipe, aquarium, water bed, or anything. The guy who, who made a note in his report, when he put his finger up to where the water was dripping from, he said, and not me, uh, the ceiling is dry. The surface where you see drops is dry. Then they brought in more water tracing devices, and they could not find a root cause. And that's how they wrote the report. Lucky for me and them, the water stopped on its own, like all water poltergeist phenomena does. And so there was the end of that. No harm, no foul, right? So thank you, Mr. Linder. If it happens again, give us a call. I'm like, okay, I won't. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, and then after that, it became uh, not the same level of activity, Gene, um, but subtle activity. The thing that I, I would call the baseline, even today, that's never left me, is the mattress indentations is the uh, heartbeats coming from the mattress or the pillow, made in the pillow, that I hear or feel, the pulsation, throbbing, the sheet tugging, and the tapping on the headboard. Those things have never subsided. Uh, well, they've subsided to the sense of they happen less by less three times a week now, where they used to be every time a week, but we're now, what, 2024? Look how many years have passed, so I'm down three times a week, yippee. Um, and those happen. Uh, other phenomena happen occasionally. Um, 
you know, um, that's a phenomenon happened when I went to go bury my mom last year. There were some things that happened during the COVID lockdown. I'm talking about where I live, where I live now. I've, I've since moved out of that two-bedroom apartment I'm in, and now I'm a one. Glass breakage, occasional electronic issues. By glass break, I mean a wine glass that just, boom, just explode. I've been on a few dates, you know, trying to get my, my, my dating back on. Now that I've been broke up for some time and the girl I'm having a date with, the glass will break in her face, it explode in her face, you know, or a cocktail glass will obliterate on the table while we're watching a jazz concert. These things have happened. These things still will happen. So, yeah, things of that nature. Good times. Didn't you have, and I don't remember now, uh, you'll have to remind me, Keith, uh, if it was you know at the Bobble House or, or uh, one of your uh, next residents, didn't you have a, a, a stove uh, blow up just unexpectedly? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is when Steve Mara and the guys from the UK were investigating the house. They lived in the house. They lived in the house for uh, seven days. Uh, and how, how this unfolded was when they first moved there, you know, investigators, you guys put in a lot of hours, right? Investigating. They were doing about 20 hour work for investigating, about four hours sleep. And for the time that they were there, they would just, you know, order pizza and coffee. That's what food was. It was just pizza and coffee. And I remember like on day three, I said, hey, guys, uh, you know, when, when it's all said and done, when I get ready to leave the, the last night, you guys are here. I'm going to cook you a dinner. We're going to have a feast because you guys just been eating pizza and coffee and you got to be tired of that by now. But I'm going to cook, you know, what do you want? You, you come from all the way from the UK, you're in Seattle, you need to get some salmon. You know, you got to try salmon. So um, so they did. They went sightseeing because they wanted to go sightseeing, take some pictures of Seattle before they leave. And I went to the store and bought these nice sockeye salmon. And uh, I'm getting it all seasoned up and ready, olive oiled up. And I, I remember I put it in a glass sheet you know, cookie sheet container, whatever, casserole dish container. And I put it in the stove, set it on 405 or 410 or whatever. And Tim, as soon as I turn my back, as soon as I turn my back, I hear this explosion. <laughs> and I've never heard this before. And I don't want to hear this again. Pop, 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 pop. And I turn around and there's sparks coming from behind the stove. Pop, pop. And I, once again, out of instinct, I just scooped the stove a little bit off the wall and grabbed the, the, the cord, you know, plug it into the wall. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, why it's popping? I know what I'm doing. And just unplug it. Okay? And... The, the I guess the socket's a little black and burning, incinerated or whatever. And I'm and I just shaking my head like, okay, what? Whoa, what? What happened? You know, the the, the the stove is done. All the lights are going off and the salmon in there. And I, and I remember thinking, wait a minute, hold on, let's rewind this. Let's rewind. So they they come back from the the sightseeing, hungry for for this meal, and I'm like, uh, guys, uh, stove's broke. Like, wait, wait, what happened? What the, hey, um, <laughs> it exploded. <laughs> and then like, what, what do you mean it's full? I said, hey, the socket started sparks and stuff and I had to unplug it and now it's shorted out. And I'm like, I, I think I got 10 minutes on your salmon. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I said, it was one of those things. 
You know, it's just, and I know they did it because they heard me tell, they heard me say I was going to cook salmon for the investigators. You know, I'm wondering here as you talk about this, Keith, whether the powers that are causing this to happen are making some kind of unforced comment on your ability to cook. Just saying, you know. I mean, you haven't cooked for me yet, and nor have you cooked for Tim. They, so the they, 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 they might have saved the UK's guys' lives. <laughs> May have been. We got Tim, Keith, and Gene. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. USA News Update. New this Sunday, we learn U.S. forces hitting more than 30 Houthi targets in Yemen. This comes a day after striking at least 85 locations in Syria and Iraq where Iran-backed proxy groups are operating. These terrorists have hit more than 160 U.S. military targets in the region in the aftermath of the October 7th Hamas terrorist attack in Israel. They also killed three U.S. soldiers last week in a drone strike. Now, the Pentagon says the U.S. strikes against the Houthis targeted missile systems and launch sites in Yemen, along with air defense systems, radar, and helicopters. President Biden at a campaign stop in Las Vegas, he wins the Democratic primary in South Carolina. We also learn the president, for a second year in a row, will not be sitting down for an interview prior to the Super Bowl, which had become sort of a tradition in the country. No reason has been given. And I'm Laura Winters, USA News. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. Shopsupertea.com. 
I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. This is Tracy Torme, screenwriter, producer. You're listening to Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. So, Keith, you do cook a lot? Oh, I love to cook. Yeah, I love to cook. Yeah. So, when you have visitors from the UK, paranormal researchers, what's for dinner? Uh, well, it was going to be it was going to be salmon that night, carrots and asparagus and. Wild rice and a lot of wine. Who's going to eat good? Unfortunately for them, they didn't get the salmon. I think we ended up eating more pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what kind of pizza? Oh, we just, oh man, Domino's, pepperoni. Yeah, it was just, yeah, whatever they got delivered. Which they love, by the way. You know, after five days, I, I, I can't, you know, and I love pizza. I just, I, I just can't do it. <laughs> we like the homemade pan from Domino's. And the deep, deep dish pizza from Little Caesars, which is Detroit-style pizza. Yeah, yeah. But of course, people from New York, we want the real Sicilian pizza. And out here in Arizona, I can't find it. Maybe somebody will tell me. I've had Chicago, I had Detroit, New York. I'm I'm more now the thin crust, you know, wood oven type deal but it was more about what they wanted that night uh for us pizza that's what they said they wanted pizza pizza and keep continuing on their investigation but you know sockeye salmon is not cheap and it was used to i don't know why i think i put the in the fridge or tried to salvage it the next few days or whatever the, the landlord did uh, to his credit ship a new oven over there 48 hours so but, but by then they, they, they were they were leaving uh, <laughs> You know, when you talk about that, I think of the commercial for Little Caesars Pizza Pizza. <laughs> I have had a Caesars Pizza. I don't know. Wait, probably since the Buckle House. <laughs> I like the deep, deep dish pizza. The other stuff doesn't look, you know, looks like synthetic. It's all synthetic, but the others look more synthetic. This means, of course, that Little Caesars, despite being a very charitable organization, by the way, will not be advertising on this show, I'm really sorry to say. Actually, what do you do, speaking of cooking, for someone like me, I don't eat eggs, I don't eat seafood. So what's for dinner? You don't eat eggs or seafood? That oh, is correct. You still got a lot of options. You got steak, you got burgers, you got chicken. All kind of ways we can go there. You got barbecue. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got something for you. Yeah, but who doesn't like a good steak? You live in Arizona? 
Yes. Oh, yeah. So you, you get a good steak. Um, I'm going to get a good corn asada, tacos. Yeah, I'm some corn tacos going. Yeah, I, I, love, I love to cook, cooking. Um, I've been cooking since my college days, you know, dormitory days. So food in the cafeteria sucks, so you kind of have to be creative. Now, when we get back to our instances of weird stuff here, you think maybe if these entities or whatever is causing this, if they were hungry, just give them a steak or something and get rid of them? No, but we did make an offer, going back to the shamans, of, you know, um, the land, like the land underneath the house was, because we thought, maybe Falama, if it's not house related, maybe it's land related. And one of the things we were advised to do, um, we planted um, an apple tree and underneath the apple tree buried um, two long sleeves of salmon. I think it was a, a pouch of tobacco and about a, what is that, a, a pint of uh, whiskey, which, hey, FYI, the apple tree behind the Bothell house, there's a pint of whiskey. <laughs> Take it at your own peril, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it's buried about three feet underneath the ground. So we did all that as an offering and, 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 and a prayer as to the, the shamans thought that was a way to appease the spirits that might be unsettling or unhappy about the uh, the neighborhood, you know, being inhabited because um, maybe there's some, some spirits resting there or not. Um, so we did that. Yeah, but those are nice salmons I put in the ground. <laughs> but none of it, none of it worked though. That's uh, that's the frustrating thing. No, like uh, I said, none of it worked, and there's a nice. There's some nice whiskey brain in the ground over there. Good luck trying to retrieve it. Well, I mean, you know, everybody likes or wants a happy ending or things resolved. I mean, you know, it's it's human nature to want things resolved, you know, uh, and and there's no resolution to this. And and I know that 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 people who have listened to your story and have seen your videos on YouTube, I mean, they are, they're just like, but, but nothing was ever solved. It's just open-ended. And that's just, you know, that blows a lot of people, people's minds who, who want that definitive ending, but there is no definitive ending. No, there's no silver bullet. There's no definitive ending. Um, it's forever a mystery. Uh, that's probably by design. Um, there's no, I mean, it's not a movie, right? Where they got, you got two hours to, you know, solve the mystery and everybody go home, happy, joy, joy. No, it's, there's, there's none of that in the real world for paranormal. Um, you're just lucky you come out with your wits about you. Um, hope you're not falling to the, to the point of, you know, being put in a padded room somewhere and I forever have a, a story to tell. What's, what brought closure to me, though, if you could say that, is when the researchers came in from the UK and uh, Nikki Novell's team from the East Coast, and both teams lived in the house, when they were able to uncover evidence, a treasure trove, and I think you've had a few of them on your show before, the, the Steve Maris and the Nick Kyles of the world, who were able to see with their own eyes, and with their background, you're talking about 30, 40 years of, maybe even 50 years now, if you combine them all, I point you guys research and investigations in Europe, the UK, Scotland, you know, uh, people with a little bit more knowledge of, of us about Portuguese, and they come to the Bothell home, and they have their minds blown, and they are now revising 
their own theories of what this phenomena is, it's, that brings me closer uh, because it lets me know um, number one, we're not crazy or we're, weren't crazy. Number two, we weren't making it up. And this was a problem that was uh, you know, hard to solve even amongst themselves. And even they say that. They said they've never seen a house like the Bothell House. Nick Howe, Steve Merrin, Nick Novell, and others. They've never seen a house like it. Those who read their casework or their report, they've never seen, look, we was talking about earlier, Gene, we had phenomena happen while inside the house while we were away from the home. And we had attacks on, that, on our person and other persons' persons uh, while we were away from the home. States removed, out of country removed. And to my knowledge, there's no other case like that. So people are still researching this case to this day. There are, there are reports coming out soon. They'll probably be out this year from the SPR and other organizations about this case. What impresses me, Keith, is the the your own research and using uh, YouTube to um, uh, uh, get your information out there. I mean, and your website on on, on YouTube are you know, it's um, absolutely fantastic. And it's like you said, I mean, you can find practically everything that you have been talking about, you know, on today's show on your YouTube uh, uh, channel. Yeah, the YouTube is a video diary of the phenomena from 2012 to today. Anybody can see the gradual, even the physical phenomena, and now what I call the post-phenomena of what do we find out after they moved out the house. I share everything on YouTube. Um, it's not heavy edited. It's very fluff. It's very organic. Um, um, some of it could be 45 minutes long. Some could be five or six, eight minutes long. It all depends. Um, but it's there. And if anybody ever wants to get the unadulterated information, just go there and watch for your own eyes or ears. And you see me talking, interviews and evidence and whatnot. But yeah, it's all there because um, it's on the cloud, it's on the internet, YouTube or whatever will be around a lot longer than I will. So um, it'll survive me and there you got it. Well, it would certainly survive me, but that's not saying very much. Okay, Keith, Gene and Tim. One more segment, you are in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about after the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about 
Paracast Plus. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. It's obvious the unthinkable continues. Most Americans know something very wrong is happening. People in charge keep telling you that everything's fine and to stop noticing. But you know better. That's why self-reliant folks are investing in emergency food storage. And you should, too. My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, are the ones you can trust. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $200 on each three-month food kit you purchase. My Patriot Supply also sells solar generators, gravity-powered water filters, off-grid room heaters for when the power goes out, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship that same day and arrive quickly on your doorstep in unmarked boxes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com today. Time is running out to prepare for what's coming. MyPatriotSupply.com February is Heart Month. And every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. Boy, what can I say? Keith Linder, after this show and the one that we did previously some months back, I don't know what to make of what you're going through here. You know, I think a lot of people if they were confronted with this on a regular basis, would want to just give it up, leave, go back to mommy if she's still alive. I want to go back to, I don't know, a lot of places, a desert island, a waterfall, something, something. It it riddles the mind, like you said. Um, The things I've seen or heard or felt in that Bothell house, and to this day still, 
there's only very few people I can have this conversation with and they sort of get what you're talking about either because they, they study it or they talk to other people who've gone through it or they live through it themselves. So and that's a small number. I'm lucky to feel blessed to come out of it with my, my health, my career intact, then lose a great deal of family and friends, even those who, who forbid themselves from ever coming back to the house. I didn't lose them outright, but they're just not coming back to the house. They'll have a beer with me elsewhere, but not in the Bothell house. So yeah, I'm coming on the 10-year anniversary of my current employer, which I got this current job where I've been there 10 years while in the Bothell home. So there's that. So yeah, I share information at will of, of the case. When you're at Tim, there's still pieces of information being slowly but surely coming out, but there's new angles, there's new theories, new questions, you know, trying to pick my brain and help me remember stuff. So, yeah, that's how I look at it. What is your favorite theory about what's going on, if there is one? Uh, My favorite theory, the one that I hold dear to, based on what the evidence and what I've I've seen, is uh, we're dealing with a third-party, what I call third-party entity. I can't give you the number of how many they are, but there's more than one. They work in a think, like a group think mode or group think mentality. There is a hierarchy involved, but it is not something that lends itself to the old theory of the RSPK theory or telekinesis meeting or or some sort of, you know, agent or mind power like me and Tina um, or adolescence. No, this is a third party entity or entities who have the ability to be in two places at once um, and can follow people and follow me. They're listening to us right now. Um, They can go dormant. Uh, The house is still occupied. Let's get that out there. The house is still occupied. Uh, They're just dormant. But some have followed me or attached themselves to me. And that's what we know so far. Do you think there's any relationship with um, Native Americans? Because I know you had uh, uh, done some research about uh, uh, previous populations of tribes in that area, and as well as the uh, uh, the, the symbols that were drawn on your wall and the uh, the use of uh, uh, bone black. There's definitely a, there's definitely a Native American component, but the Native American one is not the only component, but it's a strong one. Before I moved into the Bothell House, it was brought to my attention. I did research and found it online. And we're just talking about Bothell specifically, but it's happened elsewhere in, in Pacific Northwest. There is a, a trail in Bothell, a, a, a running trail, bicycle trail. There's a blog on, on the internet where protests moving into Bothell House of people who go running or jogging complaining of rocks being pelted at them while jogging or running. Hmm. And it's gone on for numerous of years. And it's just been accepted through in that specific neighborhood that what's throwing the rocks at them are the Native American spirits that have passed off, for lack of a better word. When I was researching our case, and I was researching the land underneath our house and the area in general, and I got to the 1800s of what were some of the things the Native Americans did to make the settlers' lives miserable, you know, Everybody in the Native American family structure had a role to play. The men went to war with the men and the settlers, the war, okay, the the blood and death. Uh, Women too. The children, meaning the Native American children, made a point when they could to throw rocks and stones 
at the passerby settlers from the safety of the bushes and the trees. Okay, so I found that information documented of the tales of settlers saying this is what you know they're being done, and I added that to what I be to the blog website of this trail in Bothell of people saying, go down this trail jogging or whatever on a certain afternoon. You know, people have been have some rocks thrown at them and there's no hand behind a rock or something. So that's what I think. I think some of the spirits, not all. Keep in mind, when you have a, a, a house like the Bothell house where you have spirits who've taken a foothold, over time they will accumulate other spirits. Okay? Um, it's like a beacon, if you will. Other spirits will just come. You know, if you have a house that's infested with one rat and you don't tend to that one rat, other rats will come. Other cockroaches will come. Other rodents will come. And pretty soon you have a whole whole ecosystem of rats, raccoons, possums, snakes, and varmints because predatory animals will come check out the rats and da 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 da. -da. Well, that's what the Bothell home is now. Or was uh, it might have died down because it doesn't have maintained to pivot off anymore, but it's still there. It's still dormant. And those that were able to follow me, who can't follow, just followed me and like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bug you now, that kid. But we, we we don't really have a we can't really pivot off your team anymore because it's just you now. You, you're not at ground zero, and I'm not at ground zero now. So there's there's a weakness involved, and that's why the things I experience now all at times can be annoying. Is way better than it was when I was in the house. But the point is here, then, if other people move into that house, things are apt to happen to them. It could be, but not necessarily has to be. Keep in mind, there is a level of things going dormant if a certain synergy level has not been reached or tapped. I don't know what that synergy was with me and Tina, except to say that our relationship, in comparison to Rhonda and her husband, there were similarities there. But there is a husband and wife who live in the house now. Uh, I have not talked to them. They knew the house was when they bought it. But they might not have activity. Or they might have, and they might not do the what I did, which is go buy cameras and stuff and go chase the activity down, which in itself will make the activity worse. That's, that's a fact. Some of the things I did did escalate the activity. Or they might just shrug it off. So there's a, there's a going back to that scale of one to five, they could be at a one and not even know. Steve Murray theorizes that there are some out there who experience poltergeist activity and just don't know it. It's almost like you carry around, you know, to, to use a bad example, a, a colon cancer or a prostate. You just don't know it until it just gets raised up to a level to where you do know it. Or a gallbladder or a gallstone. It starts off microscopic and lo and behold, lucky for you, it stays microscopic. But to somebody else who's going to eat a greasy chili dog, you know, <laughs> there you go. So maybe the best thing to do, Keith, is to simply ignore things like this. Unless, of course, they get crazy where things are disappearing on you. Things are appearing that have no crime nor reason. Who knows? In our premium show after the Powercast, I'll tell you about the case of my missing reading glasses. Isn't that a cliffhanger? Keith Lender, tell our listeners if they want to know more about what you do, where can they check out your stuff? Uh, once again, thanks uh, for having me. Uh, you can check out my uh, two books, The Bothell Hell House, on Amazon.com, both Kindle and paperback version. But if you want free stuff, just go to YouTube, type in Keith Lender, and yeah, have at it. So it's 2,000, 3,000 videos free, including documentaries. So there you go. 
you can surely keep busy. You can also keep busy checking us out. We are on threads. We are on X. Not marks the spot, you know, the, the X thing. And Facebook, look for the Paracast there. We also offer branded merchandise. Four logos to choose from for the shirts and the caps and all that stuff. The shirts, by the way, are available in real small sizes to like triple XL or something like that. I don't know how they rate those sizes, but if you're a really big kind of person, they have it for you. Theparacast.shop, theparacast.shop. Check out our streaming service, the Paracast Plus, at theparacast.plus for fast sign-up. You get the After the Paracast bonus podcast, where you never know what's going to happen, and we don't either. And you get the Paracast without the network ads, with better quality audio. We are offering the lowest prices ever. Get that. Lowest prices ever. For fast sign-ups, check it out. Theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. Keith Linder, great to have you back. Thank you for joining us on The Paracast. Thank you. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.